Welcome back to Sports Cube. I'm your host, Daniel Shalom, bringing you the latest in the sports world. And we have a great episode for you today. Yes, we break down the 2020 NFL schedule, which came out last Thursday. And we break down the notable matchups, Jets, Giants, all that and more, as Joe Stapaola will join us in just a couple minutes here on Sports Cube. Additionally, we break down the KBO, the first week of action in the Korean Baseball League, and the second round of your MLB bracket. All this and much more coming right up right after this. The KBO, the Korean Baseball League, has now been on ESPN for about a week. And we here on SportsCube are bringing you the latest on what is happening in the KBO. So, currently in the KBO, this week, a little bit of mix-up as the Kiwam Heroes are on top of the KBO. They're 5-1. and one. Song Wong Cho has been the anchor for this busy Kiwam bullpen, going 3-for-3 three three in his save chances. And the team we told you that we were going to cover, the Samsung Lions, are currently in 8th out of 10th place. They are 2-4, and four, and the Lions, who are hitting just over 199 as a team, scored more than half of their total of 27 runs in a 14-2 win over the Kia Tigers. The Kia Tigers are 2-4 and four as well, but sitting in the ninth spot in the league. They have the worst run differential at minus 15, but their best hitter, Preston Tucker, who bats 476, has three home runs and 11 RBIs, played three MLB seasons with the Braves, the Reds, and the Astros. So yes, two big names as the Kia Tigers and Samsung Lions are at the bottom of the uh, of, of the standings. And as we look ahead into uh, next week, What's to watch for this week? Are the Lotte Giants really going to pull through? They get a major test this week when they face the Doosan Bears, the defending Korean series champs in the three-game series starting on Wednesday. Yes, this is going to be a big game for them because this proves are they really deserving to be in the number five spot. They're 5-0 and currently, and they are just striving. They are currently the number one team in the KBO. We'll see if they can fend up and beat the one and only Doosan Bears. So, yes, that's what's happening in the KBO. And the viral moment of the week was on KBO newcomer Dixon Machado, who played 172 games with the Detroit Tigers from 2015 to 2018. Created a lot of excitement for the unbeaten Lotte Giants. As you can hear the announcer's call, it was a huge home run. It was just a moonshot, and it was his third home run of the season and shows that this dominant force is looking to dethrone the current kings of the Doosan Bears. The Lotte Giants are looking to become a dominant force in the KBO and hoping also in this next week to keep their undefeated streak going. So we're just going to have to see how that pans out. But that was your KBO recap. As for our MLB standings, as of right now for our MLB ballpark, bracket it has it's looking like camden yards is currently beating target field 89 percent to 11 percent now this just went up this morning so these are live and still can be altered so the final results are not going to be until thursday and where we'll put up another one of these brackets throughout the week as for the nl side oracle park is currently beating miller park 70 78 percent to 22 percent so if you haven't voted yet 
Make sure to go do that on Instagram at SportsCube Podcast. More SportsCube is coming up right after this. Welcome on and back to SportsCube. And the NFL schedule just came out this Thursday, and we needed to break it down. So we brought in our NFL analyst for SportsCube, Joe Stapala. Joe, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Daniel. Of course. Joe, there are a lot of notable matchups in this 2020 NFL season. Which ones jump out at you when you first took a look at this 2020 NFL season? I have a couple, Daniel. Number one, week three, Buccaneers at Broncos in Mile High Stadium. Tom Brady, the Broncos are the only team to have a winning record against Tom Brady, going 9-8 and eight against him. Mm-hmm. And Joe, how do you think it's going to play an effect that Tom Brady's on an entirely new team? No more Patriots dynasty, no more Bill Belichick for him. Bruce Arians is a great coach, Daniel. I think he'll have fun in that offense with all those playmakers, and he'll have his sidekick, Rob Gronkowski, on either side of him. So I think it should be a great Buccaneers team. Yeah, Joe, and I think that game is really a statement game for the Broncos to show the league that they are something. And I think that Drew Locke could be a big player. What do you think about this? Yeah, I think he could too, Daniel. He had he had like 3,700 yards last season. I thought he was pretty good. He made a few bad decisions, but not many in his six games. So if he continues that play and cleans up the turnovers a bit, I think he'll be perfectly good. I think he'll be uh, he'll be a solid he'll be a solid young player. I couldn't agree with you more, Joe. He's a developing player. So why don't we switch now into our local Jets and Giants teams? Of course, they're at the top of the list for teams who have the hardest schedule in 2020. So, Joe, let's just focus in on the Jets. They're playing the Seahawks, the Rams, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Bills. How do you see them faring against these very talented teams? Daniel, to be honest with you, I don't think the Jets are that good. Sam Darnold, I think he's an okay quarterback. He's mediocre at best. The Bills, they're going to win both matchups. 49ers, I see that that as a loss for the Jets. Colts with uh, Phillip Rivers, I could see that as a as a loss. I could see the Jets the Jets going 5 and 11 this season, Daniel, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a very hard schedule for them and also a grueling traveling schedule for them as well. But as we switch over to the hometown Giants, the other team in New York, they have some difficult matchups up on the slate as well. Joe, what do you think about this matchup here? Let's just go week, week, uh, week eight, Tom Brady's visiting New York once again, but this time not as a Patriot. How do you think the Giants can contain him? Um, to be honest with you, Daniel, I don't think they can. Um, I think there's too many playmakers on that Tampa Bay team for the Giants to contain. Their secondary isn't that great. And I don't think their cornerbacks are that spectacular. So I don't think I don't think the Giants can contain him. I, I, I could I, I agree with you. I could see that happening. So, Joe, now let's move to some notable matchups just in the NFL in general. One that piqued my interest, I saw Ravens Chiefs on the schedule week three 
at MNT Bank in Baltimore on Monday Night Football. How do you see the Ravens bouncing back and trying to beat Mahomes for the first time since Lamar Jackson is QB? The Ravens' defense is elite, Daniel. I think I think the Ravens just got a little bit unlucky on those matchups, and they're two neck and neck teams. They're equal teams, basically, Daniel. The Chiefs have a great quarterback. The Ravens have a great quarterback. The Chiefs have a high have a high powered offense. The Ravens have a have a high powered defense. Who comes out on top? They say defense wins championships. So let's see if the defense could could uh, take them to the win week three against the Chiefs. I, I feel like that'd be a huge statement game for the Ravens because they have a pretty easy schedule this year. I could see them going back to the AFC Championship. Joe, do you think the Ravens get back to this point and possibly even make the Super Bowl this year? Oh, yeah, I could see that, Daniel. The Ravens, very good team. Their receiving core is is improving. Their defense is championship caliber. And I just think it's a great team in general. So I could see the Ravens going to the Super Bowl and maybe even winning. I could see that as well. Joe, one more, uh, one more matchup for you. It's it's an odd one, but I don't know how you're going to feel about this. It's uh, the Bengals versus the Dolphins. Obviously, it would have been an ugly matchup last year, but this year it might just be as ugly. How do you see the rookie quarterback, Joe Burrow, from the Bengals and Tua Tagovailoa at Hard Rock Stadium in Week 13 faring against each other? Daniel, the only reason I'm watching this matchup is Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow versus Tua Tagovailoa. Besides that, I don't care about this matchup at all. The defenses are terrible. And I just don't I just don't think this uh this matchup is that great to be honest with you. I this is a snooze fest to me. I I would agree with you. I don't think that it is going to be the best matchup. They're both still developing rookies. But Joe, you're clearly a huge Broncos fan. Could you see them possibly making the AFC wild card? and playing that game against the team that they are playing this season, the New York Jets. Even though you did say they were going to go 5-11, and 11, I do see some possible growth with this team that they could slide in 9-7, and seven, given the new uh, AFC and NFC playoff rules. What do you think about this? Daniel, I think the Broncos are a young and developing team with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, uh, Phillip Lindsay. I think, it's, I think the Broncos are, are a great developing team. I could see them making the playoffs this year, but next year is where the Broncos are going to attack. But this year, I see them going about ten and six, nine and seven, sneaking into the first, second, or third wild card spot because they have that this year, and possibly making a little run. Yeah, I could see them possibly maybe going to the AFC divisional round. It is a stretch, but it could definitely happen. And Joe. Clearly, I have one more one more kind of division for you. The NFC East was a very competitive, but at the same time, very bad division last year, with the Cowboys going 6-6 six and six into Week 12. Who do you see coming up on top here, the Eagles or the Cowboys for the division? I have Cowboys, no doubt. They're a, well, they're a well-oiled machine. They're a well-improved team. I think I think last season was just a fluke. I don't think I don't think that's who they truly are. I see, I see big things coming from the Cowboys this season. I could see them going to the divisional round, the championship round, and even maybe the Super Bowl. 
I mean, possibly. How big do you think that the pickup of CeeDee Lamb in the 2020 draft has on the Cowboys? Daniel, I don't think they expected him to be there this year. So this year at their spot. So I think it was a great gift. It was a gift from Santa Claus that he was still there. So I think I think it'll have a big effect. The offense will be much better. Dak, CeeDee Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, that's going to be a high-powered offense. And it should be a good defense as well. So I, I could see them making it to the Super Bowl, possibly. I could see that happening too. Joe, thank you for breaking down this schedule. We really appreciate you having you on the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. More Sports Cube coming right up. And that about does it for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. We really appreciate having Joe on the show. He brings a lot of value and and really helps us break down the NFL. So I hope you all enjoyed it. Please make sure to go vote for those stadiums on our Instagram at SportsCube Podcast to see who is the true winner and who is the best field in the MLB. So make sure to do that and make sure to like, follow, comment, hit us up with anything at all. And over these next two weeks, we're going to bring you some great guests. So stay tuned for that. And until Thursday, peace out.